I hope you understand that money is a great valuable asset by every means, but money is not about that. Money is a barometer of how many people's lives you've influenced and touched in your life. So the more people's lives you touch, the more people's lives you influence and make better and help, help solve their problems, the more money you're going to make. The truth is this, most people don't understand money. Most people don't understand what it means. And most people don't understand what wealth is. They don't understand the income factors. They don't understand how money works. And what they do is they end up causing themselves more agony, more pain, more chaos financially than ever before. I will tell you that the secret to wealth is not in a, a strategy. The secret to wealth is in your psychology. Because when we live in the protection amygdala state, we think we need to chase more and go after more and go after more and go after more. And they think that, okay, you know what? The more I have, the more protected I'll feel. Say that, I'll say that again. The more you get, the more protected you'll feel. And you know what? It may be something that happened to you when you were a kid. It may be something that happened to you when you were seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, and you felt like maybe your mom or dad was going to work and they weren't there. Maybe you felt like your dad or your mom chose work over you. Now that's chasing you. That's still chasing you internally and making you say, hey, look, you got to go, go after more money. And you keep chasing that success, which is the first book I wrote. But instead of that, what if you can actually let go of that and actually be grateful for where you are and not be afraid of losing whatever it is you built, whether it be $10,000 in your savings or $10 million. We chase wealth thinking that money is the problem, but it's never the problem. Money is the symptom of the whole circumstance. Money is a symptom, uh, not the circumstance. It's a circumstance of life, not the cause of it. Most of us are caught in this paradigm where we think that money is the issue. Money is the problem. Money is the problem. Money is the problem. Money is never the problem. It's simply a switch of consciousness that allows you to create more money. And all of us, every single one of us, are 100% reflection to the internal environment. So your income or your income financially is 100% reflected to the income of what's going on with you individually. And I say that to you because I know that you're thinking, well, well what about these highly, you know, super large entrepreneurs? They've got lots of money. They also have a lot of money to blow, right? Millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars can hide a lot of errors. Does that make sense? Millions and millions of dollars can hide a lot of errors and a lot of inefficiencies in your business. But if you don't have millions and millions of dollars, then every single efficiency, every single in uh, lack of performance bid gets multiplied and magnified. I want you to think about this for yourself. Maybe you're looking at it and saying, you know what? I have an income and I have a salary and I make a certain amount of money, which is great, which is fantastic. But is it helping you grow your life? Is it helping you expand your life? And you may say a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. But what is, is that really going to truly change the, the trajectory of your life? It's like I said this weekend, is that saving is never going to bring you wealth. Saving will bring you money, but it's never going to bring you wealth. There's no way. Because the way that the inflation rates, rates, you can't save as much to it. You have to provide more service and market value to people to be able to create more revenue. Revenue, please listen, revenue, revenue, revenue is the secret to making more wealth. Doesn't matter how you make the revenue, but your focus and attention has to be on revenue. If it's on anything else, debt, credit score, um, saving, this, let it automate. But your focus and attention has to be building more. You have to think on how am I serving more people? How am I building more, more revenue for people? How am I serving going out there and making my product, my service, idea, how's it going into the world and helping more people? Because if it's not that, what's going to happen is you'll end up creating more chaos and you'll stay stuck inside of it.
Because look, when you go try and fix your credit score, what are you going to do? You're going to focus on paying off your bills, paying off the credit score, making your credit rate larger. And then you say, okay, great. That's better. So then now you can get a loan to buy a home or buy a car or something like that at a better interest rate versus focusing on the thing that makes you more money, which is revenue, right? It makes you more money. But we've been taught in our society that we live on a fixed income. A fixed income is from a fixed mindset, right? It comes from a fixed mindset. If you're stuck at you know, $100,000 a year, then that's because that's where your service level is based at. If you're stuck at a million dollars a year, that's just where your service level is mine. It's stuck at. That's it. That, that's all it is. Whatever the revenue is irrespective. Revenue is irrespective of, of where you're at. It is simply a barometer to see what level of consciousness you've attained. Right? So if you look at it, and I don't want you to look at money, and I, I hope you understand that money is a great valuable asset by every means, but money is not about that. Money is a barometer of how many people's lives you've influenced and touched in your life. So the more people's lives you touch, the more people's lives you influence and make better and help help solve their problems, the more money you're going to make. And the more you can do it from a state of, of truly trusting and allowing it to go, the better it's going to be. I'll give you an example of this. So I have this unique new fun brain trainer. And in our world, it's about money, business, and biohacking. So I have this funky new um, headband trainer where it's training the prefrontal cortex on how to focus. And here's a realization that I'll tell you. You remember, you know, it's like when you're a kid, and they say, you know what? You've got to focus more on your grades. And you say, okay, fine. How do I do that? Well, you just got to focus more, right? You do that. You got to focus more. But how do you focus? And what do you do when you focus? You put more stress into something. Have you ever realized that? You put more stress into it. And you say, okay, I'm going to focus. Fine. And then what you do is you contract on, you focus, and you put more and more pressure into it, and you put all that pressure into it. So I've got this brain trainer, and it's training the prefrontal cortex. And it's looking at how the brain your focus level, how the blood and oxygen gets to the front of the brain and how you, how much of the brain you're using. It's really, really cool. And it's really interesting. And I go and it says, okay, you got to focus on your prefrontal cortex and training the front of your brain. I say, okay, well, let me go focus on training the front of my brain. And what do, we all do this by default. We go focus and we clench harder, right? We put our energy on the front of our brain. We clench, make our faces look funny like this. And we're like, okay, let me focus. Let me focus. You look like you're from Beverly Hills and and that, like, that's what everyone, like, that's how you'd, you'd think you'd focus. But here's the interesting thing I'll tell you about focus. And what I noticed about the brain is, you know, when you actually had greater scores of the brain focus is when you actually let go of it, when you actually let go of the focus. And it actually just was in that state between attention and intention. And it was super powerful to be able to realize it. It was that state between attention and intention because your attention is contractile force and your intention is still a contractile force, but it's that space in between it where you let go, where you let go and let the experience evolve itself and express itself so that you can say, hey, look, this is a this is where the brain should function from. Where there's, as I, maybe Deepak says it well, right? The space in between thought, as he would say, the space in between thought. And I found it, I looked at it, and I said, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Now, I want you to think about that. Why am I talking about A, Deepak Chopra, B, you know, brain training inside this? Because the median of money in chapter four, we talk about the median of money is simply the level of frequency you resonated to. So it doesn't matter if it's 100,000, doesn't matter if it's a million. It's the median of money because you may walk around saying, hey, look, I made a ton of money this month. The next month, you're going to make a third of that because the average will always equal the same. I'll give you an example. 
let's say your monthly household income is $5,000 a month. And you go ahead and you get elated and you say, you know what? I'm going to go crush it this month. I get super focused and I go get focused and I go out and I hustle, 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 hustle. And I go make $10,000 this month. Now, Dave, I don't know what you do necessarily, but let's just say you go make 10 grand this month. And you're like, great. I made 10 grand this month. I will promise you almost with a shadow of a doubt, you will come back to $2,000 a follow-up because you'll come back and you'll average that out. And then the next month you'll make seven grand and then you'll come back to five because water seeks its own level. There's a median that we all follow. If I took your last six months and I said, what is, what is your revenue been? I promise you I'll find the average. That average is an important barometer to look at. Everyone says high and low, high and low, chase that. Instead, what if we looked at the average inside of it and find the median of your money? When you find the median of money and you base it your life on the median of money, you're able to grow it in a median of money. Your ideas can be as big as they want to, but the strategy is going to make sure that you stay pre predictively grow. Does this make sense? Right? Because you make, you make yourself predictably grow. And when you create predictable growth, sustainable growth for a long period of time, what happens is your income grows, your wealth grows, your self-worth grows, and you don't have the highs and lows in life. And the chaos dissipates, the nervous system calms down, and your body regains its own self-governance and self-control. This is where power starts to sit. This is that place where I'm saying the place between attention and intention, when that prefrontal cortex kicks in, where it's not about working harder. It's not about doing more. It's simply about just doing and being, right? In many of my events, I start start them by saying, imagine you could be, do, and have anything you want to. If you've been to my events, I, I pretty much say that almost every seminar I do. I start with that sentence because I think it's so powerful in a, in a statement that imagine you could be, do, and have anything you want. And you can. You're a co-creator of your world. You can create that. But most of us get caught in the attention, spending too much focus, and the intention of too much focus. And the intention, attention, gap in between is where the reality happens. Right? We've all heard this idea before. Set your expectations for what you want in your life. Anyone ever heard that before? Of course you have, right? And I'm going to change that. Change your expectations. As Tony says, change your expectations into appreciation. I'm going to change that. Change your expectations into a standard. Change your expectation into a standard because a standard is fluid and allows you to go up and down, allows you to change and adapt to the environment. Mm -hmm. But an expectation is a rigid state that you're living in. And any expectation you're placing on yourself when it comes to money will create the addiction to money. It in itself will create its addiction. And you'll beat yourself up, you'll cause yourself chaos, you'll cause yourself agony, and you'll look for it from the outside in, 